Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. The net worth of a woman. So I want you to look at someone sitting next to you and say, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Now, don't just look at them and don't just look at them and ask them, but give them a chance to respond. <laughs> How do you determine your personal worth? Your personal worth. Your personal worth, it, it really entails your value, your acceptance, your loveliness, your uniqueness, and your life experiences. All of those things coming together sum up your net worth. It's all internal. Your value, your acceptance, not by others, but your acceptance from God and your acceptance of yourself, your loveliness. Anybody had somebody to tell you that you're lovely? Well, that's what God thinks about you. When he sees you, he sees your loveliness, your uniqueness. Now, I'm looking in this room, and I don't see twins in here at all. Any twins? No twins are in the room. No twins are in the room because you are so unique. And even with twins, no one has the same fingerprint. We all have a different fingerprint. Why? Because God did it on purpose. Someone said, when he made me, he broke the mold. And I said, no, he didn't make a mold when he made you because he never intended to duplicate you again. Let that sink in. Understanding that your uniqueness ties into your value because it makes you rare. That means that you can't go down to the five and dime or whatever it is and find 50 of them that look just like you. You are unique and God created you the way he created you on purpose. Your personality, your likes and dislikes. I know sometimes culture and life issues play a part in that, but God created you uniquely on purpose. Your height, your build, all of those things add into your worth and your value as a woman, somebody say woman. woman, as a woman, you don't ever have to be ashamed of being a woman. It's a powerful thing. Your life experiences. Sometimes you can walk through things in life, difficult circumstances, and you wish you had never gone through them. Now I have my hand up. Is there anybody else in here who has ever felt that way? Like, God, why did I have to go through that? Like, who chose me for that particular situation? But when you come out of it, it has added to the person that you are. Because life experiences help to weigh in on your worth and your value. How you handle them. The very fact that you survived them. That's why I love the survive and thrive. Because after you survive it, then God shows you and he teaches you how to thrive in life beyond difficulties and circumstances that come. And so your personal worth. Now, this young lady is holding a stash of money. And sometimes we can be so tempted 
to measure our worth and value by how much money we have in the bank, what kind of car we drive, what neighborhood we live in, the people that we know and who we're connected with. But none of those things really have the power to determine your net worth. Because you can be driving a Jaguar today and a Junker tomorrow, but your worth and value did not change. It's a thing. If you got it before, you can get it again. Because you have that power within you to succeed. And so we're talking about your net worth, and I keep saying it because I want you to think net or the sum of your worth. Because anytime you start assigning your worth and your value to things, to situations, or to people, then your worth and your value will begin to fluctuate based upon whether those things, situations, or people are in your life. But if you understand that your worth and your value has been assigned to you before you were even placed in your mother's womb, then you understand that that is something that no one, no circumstance, nothing can ever take away from you. God looks at you and he says, girl, you're just all that. (laughs) You are all that. He gives it to you on purpose before anything or anyone else has the opportunity to influence you. He assigns worth and value to you up front so that if anything ever comes to contradict what he has already declared concerning you, you have something within you to resist it with. Psalms 139 and 17, I love it. It says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So it's not arrogance to look at yourself in the mirror and go, girl, you're wonderful. Because God has already said that about you. Assigning worth and value. So next, are you what you own? If you own it, it is not you. So that's kind of simple, huh? It sounds simple when I'm saying it, but then when circumstances begin to change and situations begin to change, I want you to just think inwardly now. This is not the time to speak out loud. This is the time to listen and think about it. When circumstances, situations change, maybe in a negative light, do you all of a sudden on the inside feel less valuable? Now, ladies, you know I have to touch this one. What about if a man that you just knew was into you decides he's not that into you? Do you all of a a sudden feel less valuable? Or what about a job or a career that you are pursuing? And it seems like a door has been shut in your face. Do you suddenly feel less valuable because you ran into that brick wall? I'm going to talk to you about how to adjust your thinking so that no matter what the situation is, you you can internally overcome it and then every day walk it out until you see the manifestation of a change in your life. But your worth and value won't be determined by those things. So when I was putting this together, I said I usually don't do illustrations on every slide, but I decided to use the illustration of a diamond. I'm going to talk to you about a diamond. This is a solitaire ring, solitaire ring. And it's beautiful. Anybody else like it? Sorry. (laughs) There we go. A solitaire ring. Isn't that beautiful? 
solitaire diamond. And as I, before I go to the next slide, as I was going over and researching and doing some uh, study on gemology, I found out some things about the diamond. A diamond is different from other metals, is different from other things. Uh, obviously it is because so many of us wouldn't just be like ooh and and ah and whenever we see one, right? So this is what it says. Diamonds are cut by other diamonds. So look around this room. You're looking at diamonds. Diamonds are used to grind other diamonds in the mechanical process of cutting. They don't use something else to cut a diamond. A diamond has to be cut by another diamond. I once heard Lisa Bevere say this. She said, as women, we can wound each other so deeply. But she said, because we can wound each other so deeply, we can also heal each other so deeply. Because nobody knows what it's like to be a woman like you know what it is like to be a woman. Diamonds, the value of a diamond is determined, its beauty is determined by four things. It's beauty and its worth, called the four C's. Number one is its cut. It's cut. Cut refers to a diamond's geometric proportions and how it has been specifically shaped or cut. When a diamond is cut, facets are created and the diamond's finished shape is determined. So you go, go through some cutting in life, is what I'm trying to tell you. Every now and then you're gonna run into somebody and you just run into that person and feel like they stabbed you or they cut you. You're gonna experience some cutting. But notice that the cutting does not diminish the value of the diamond. It actually enhances it because whenever that diamond is cut, it begins to shine more. So first it's cut. Number two, it's clarity, the four C's of determining a diamond's worth. It's clarity, this is the measurement of a diamond's flaws or inclusions that are seen in the diamond. Now, I know y'all some perfect women, but I want to tell you, you're looking at a flawed diamond standing up here. I am not perfect. I still have some flaws, but flaws and all, God has assigned value to me. He has assigned worth to me. He says, you're worth so much more than what you're dealing with. Your flaws are not strong enough to determine your worth. It's all a part of being a diamond. It's part of the makeup of the diamond. It's flaws. The next is its carrot. This is the weight of a diamond. One carrot is equal to about 200 milligrams. Your weight, your weight. What do you think about when you think about weight? Substance, substance. It's what gives you weight. The substance of the love that's in your heart for your children. The substance of the love that's in your heart for your family. 
It's that thing that makes you get up in the morning when you don't feel like making breakfast and you do it anyway because you're responsible. It's what makes you get up and go to a job that you really don't like, but because of life circumstances, you're still in the hustle and bustle of life and you're doing something that you don't really particularly want to do, but you understand that just because I'm doing this, don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean that I am this. Your substance is the heart. It is the strength that is in you. When you go through a life circumstance, that is designed to take you out, an abusive situation, a divorce. You didn't plan on being single again, but it just happened to you. Life showed up and happened to you. And you decided to keep on moving regardless of what happened to you. And some of you sitting in this room right now, you may not even feel like moving. You may not even feel like continuing on. But you're sitting in this room because the substance within you made you get up and come to a place where you felt like there is some healing for my pain. Substance. The carrot. It's weight. The weight of the diamond is substance. And the last one is its color. Now, I just happened to notice that there are all different races of women in this room. All different shades of us are in this room. But it's not talking about your external color. Listen to this. Inferring to the color infers to the transparency of the diamond. It's transparency. How transparent are you? How transparent are you? Are you willing to open your heart and allow someone else to see your uniqueness? Because when you understand that you're unique, you can be transparent. You can own up to the fact that you don't always get it right and not feel threatened because somebody else has a strength where you have a weakness. Your transparency adds to the value of who you are. So never let anyone make you feel that because your life hasn't been like you've been tiptoeing through the tulips and never had a problem in, the, in your life. Never let anyone make you feel like because you haven't had that kind of fairy tale life that you're not worthy. It adds to your beauty. Now look at this diamond. It says it is petite flush fit precision set. That means that they were very precise in how they set the diamond in the casing because it's supposed to glisten. It's supposed to shine. It's supposed to capture your eye. Notice the diamond isn't moving. It's not doing anything on its own. It just is what it is. Your transparency. Look at the girl next to you, the woman next to you, and say, I just am who I am. I am who I am. Precision set. <laughs> this was not an accident. I am who I am. Okay? But this is where we get into problems. We get into problems when we start making unhealthy comparisons. Unhealthy comparisons. Can I tell you something? It is never healthy to compare yourself to other people. It's like comparing apples and oranges. Now, 
These are diamonds set in two different backgrounds. One has more of a purple background that it's up against. The other has more of a brown background that it's up against. Background, somebody say background. background. The stuff that happened in your life, your background, where you came from, who you know, what you've done or have not done in life, your background. It's all different. So if I take my background and I come and I meet someone else and I present who I am, if they judge me and start comparing me and start sizing me up based upon their background, guess what's going to happen? We're going to have an unhealthy comparison. Can I tell you something? No one can beat you being you. People may imitate you. They may emulate you but they cannot duplicate you. No one can beat you being you. So never make unhealthy comparisons. Looking at your life up against someone who has more money, who has more influence, who has more power, who seems to be more likable, who has a more pleasant personality, who smiles all the time, and you're serious all the time. Stop comparing yourself. Your personality was given to you for your life assignment. You might need to be giddy and happy and jumpy all the time in order to do the type of work that you do. Where someone else might need to be strict, more conservative, and serious because of the type of career that they have or their life assignment. Unhealthy comparisons gets us in trouble. But a diamond in the rough is still a diamond. Show enough. <laughs> Now, I wish, I wish I could own that phrase. But this phrase was spoken to me about two months ago by a pastor friend of mine that I've known over 20 years. Called me one day out of the blue. And it was one of those days where I wasn't feeling so diamondy. Y'all know what I mean? <laughs> Called me out of the blue and he says, so what you doing? I said, well, I'm not doing anything. And he said, you might be going through some circumstances right now. But he said, I want you to know, you might be a diamond in the rough. He called me Esther. Evangelist, that's what he called me. But you're a diamond show enough. You don't have to compromise. And that's what gets us into trouble. Because we think that the mess that we're in sometimes has the power to change who we are. But this diamond regardless of whether it's sitting in a jewelry case or still out in the rock and no one has found it yet. Doesn't change the fact that it's a diamond. Its location has no power to change what it is. Diamond in the rough. Next. You don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. All you have to do is present who you are. Never pretend to be something that you're not. You're not that for a reason. You are who you are for a reason. So it cuts out the need to pretend. I don't have to pretend to be more educated. I don't have to pretend, watch this, to be less educated. Cut the pretense. Just let the true power of who you are come out. Let the true value of who you are as a person shine. And that's your gift to the world. There's a scripture that says, 
who can find a virtuous woman. Her price is far above rubies. Who can find a virtuous woman? So that's telling me that somebody's looking for you. If you ask me who can find. But it also tells me that it's not going to be easy to find a virtuous woman. That word virtuous doesn't mean clean. It actually means strong. Who can find a virtuous woman? A strong woman. A woman who has substance. A woman who has determination and grit. A woman who says, I'm not giving up. A woman who chooses to make changes when she knows that she needs to make changes. A woman who decides, even though I'm flawed, it doesn't mean I'm a failure. Who can find her? Then we have to learn that we have to celebrate ourselves. Stop waiting for somebody else to celebrate your successes. Give yourself permission to have a party all on your own. <laughs> because when you celebrate you, it's easier then for you to celebrate somebody else. Because you don't feel robbed. Because when you celebrate, part of celebrating is giving and receiving. So when you celebrate yourself, you give yourself permission to be happy about your accomplishments, about your successes. When you celebrate yourself, you give yourself permission to now love somebody else. So it's important to take a moment and celebrate yourself. Then, as we're celebrating ourselves, because we can get so caught up in our successes that we might forget that someone else around us is still going through a difficult time. And that's the time you have to just turn and look in the mirror and say, Selfishness is not going to be a part of my life. I'm going to look in this mirror of life. I'm going to look into the mirror of God's word. I'm going to look into the mirror and I'm going to see exactly what it says about me. And then when I go out to humanity, when I go out to my children, when I go out to my family, when I go out to my friends, I'm going to present to them the beauty that's within me, not just all of my flaws. I'm not going to use my flaws as a crutch. I'm going to look in the mirror and recognize my flaws. I'm going to work on my flaws. But then when I come out, I'm going to give my very best to the people that I face. And if they happen to see a flaw, it only means that they understand when a person can see your flaws and still love you, they understand that they have flaws too. People who don't understand that you have flaws are not looking in the mirror very long. Because when you look in the full-length mirror, you see everything that's wrong. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay because it gives you an opportunity to straighten it up and get it right. Talking about your work. You wear it well. You wear your worth and your value very well. I'm looking at women in this room. Some have on blinging caps. Some have flowers in their hair. Some have long hair. Some have short hair. 
Some are tall, some are short, such as I. <laughs> but that's okay. You wear it well, and no one can wear it like you wear it. This is another thing that you have to do. In the midst of making transitions in your life, in the midst of summing up your worth and value, you have to keep your goals in sight. Work on the things that need to be worked on in your own life, in your personality. Set some goals. Do you know that you cannot work on goals that you have not set? <laughs> keep your goals in sight. And then do what? Celebrate others. Purposely go out and say a kind word. You know that girlfriend you got who always call you at the right time that you need to be called? <laughs> Celebrate her successes. Don't be a hater. Don't hate on her when she excels. But spend some time loving each other. Come on, yeah, you can clap to that. Celebrate others. And then lastly, after you've looked in the mirror, you've found the things about the diamond that need to be changed, redefine over time. It's going to take some time to make the changes that you need to make in life. You can redefine. You don't have to be stuck in a season. Seasons are just that, seasons, a set period in time, and then it's supposed to end, and you're supposed to go to the next season. So give yourself permission to grow. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.